You're listening to the 123 show with me, Noreen Mir, on this Thursday afternoon. And I'd love to welcome back on the program the one and the only Sadia Osmani joining us all the way live from the UK in London. How are you doing, Sadia? Good afternoon to you, Noreen. How are you today? I'm very well, thank you. It's nice and sunny. In fact, um, I don't know if you've been... Oh, no, no, you, you probably wouldn't be following the weather in Hong Kong. It was pouring down with rain the last few days, and now it's 33 degrees and the very hot weather warning is in force. I'm boiling, right. basically. We're boiling. Well, we've had a bit of hot weather here in the UK too, but you know, sometimes in the UK, it tends to be in sort of little spurts. So you get sort of three, two, three days of really warm weather, and then it might suddenly get cold again. And some parts of the UK are always cold. Like if you go up to Scotland and Aberdeen, the temperature is still 10 degrees at the moment. So they struggle to take their cardigans off, I'm afraid. So that's what it's like in the UK. Anyway, how is everything today? I thought today, as Chin was really um, looking at kind of thrill-seeking, really, um, only because it triggered it, because I was watching the news and I was just reading bits and pieces, and I, I'm sure you've probably seen it in Hong Kong too, that um, there's news of this sort of sky pool in London, which has just opened. And, um, and what it is, basically, is that um, there are sort of two big tower blocks, and on the 10th floor, there is a, a, a transparent pool, an acrylic pool, which has been put between those two tower blocks. And it looks pretty, it looks pretty cool. I mean, I, this is great. I mean, it's 85, it's an 85 feet acrylic pool. So that's what, 25 meters. It is five meters wide and three meters deep. And it holds about 4,000 tons of water. Wow. So, so it's 400, sorry, 400 <laughs> oh, tons of water. <laughs> still, that's wow. Really I still think that's pretty good, right? Wow. So, and, and basically, you know, it's only for the residents who actually um, have flats in there. You can't even have people who are shared ownership tenants who are going to be using it. And some of the flats in these in these high-rise things are pretty expensive, like about a million or two million. But mind, mind you, in Hong Kong standards, that's pretty all right, I suppose. Yeah, I was going to say, so, Hong Kong is like, yeah. I was going to say. So so anyway, so that's this pool. But it made me just think when I saw this pool, because quite a few people commented and said, oh, I'd never go in a pool like that. And then obviously you wonder about the whole um, thing of safety. And, you know, I just started to think about all these things that are almost like thrill-seeking that we te- tend to look at. And we think, wow, yeah, I'd like to try that. Bungee but jumping. Oh, all sorts of things. But the thing is, when I I was going to look into this to see exactly how safe this is, and obviously I can't see it being built unless it was absolutely safe. So what I did find out is that there has been sort of extensive testing done on it, and it was actually put together in Colorado, and it was actually shipped to the UK from there. And it took three weeks because obviously it's shipped as it is. And... um, and it's been sort of tested to check whether it be okay in high winds. And it's actually got an invisible steel frame. And at the base of it is about 12 inches thick. So it's all been tested and tried. Well, tested and tried. Tried, I'm not sure when it's going to be on the 10th floor. So anyway, it was more just about how we seek these thrills. But then, you know, when I was looking into all these things, uh, one thing that's obviously going to come into mind is the glass bridges in China. 
Oh, I think yeah. We've all seen Even them. looking at the pictures <laughs> just gives me the the goosebumps. Oh my goodness! They look amazing though, but they are Do, scary. But they are so scary, and they are really there purely, I would say, as a tourist thing. And but the thing is, I did. I don't know whether you read it, but in May this year, um, one of the panels on the Pian Mountain Bridge. Broke and and part of it broke, so a guy was actually stranded on there, and he had to climb. He was dangling from the bridge basically, and he had to climb off. He actually did it himself. He didn't get any help, but he basically climbed back onto it or whatever, and managed to get to the end. But that bridge in itself is a hundred meters high, um, and the winds. It's been tested for. I mean, winds at that point when it broke. We're blowing at about 90 miles an hour, and supposedly there's about 2,300 bridges in China and、um, walkways and slides that are made of glass. Yeah. So <laughs> I don't know. I've seen pictures of it, and I've seen people on all fours walking across the bridge because they're so scared.、Um, because you know the view. I mean, it must be. Quite scary. I know. I the, the, I'm looking at a picture、um, of an article, and yeah, I think maybe the same article, and it's just sort of like the tourists. Oh, yeah.、Uh, t- uh, this is、um, the bridge in、uh, in Changjie, which is the longest yeah, and tallest、yeah. glass bottom bridge、yeah. uh, in the world, and it's so it's weird because all the tourists on the bridge are sort of on either <laughs> sides, when the middle is the glass bottom, but no one's really standing there. They're sort of like. Oh, yeah, some there's、are. something. It's just so scary, and it is. It, I mean, it's an amazing backdrop, isn't it? In terms of the scene, and it's absolutely beautiful.、Um, you know, anyone can Google some of these, including that pool in London and stuff. But quite interesting. But when I was kind of looking into it, you know, we all, I suppose, at some point in our life, we we all are seeking those thrills. I mean, whether it be through theme parks, it so happens that this week my niece sent out an invitation. For her husband's thirtieth, and she's invited everyone to、uh, a place called Alton Towers, which is here in the UK. Oh, and, I love Alton Towers! And it's a、Towers. theme park. Yeah, and it's a theme park, and she's doing a birthday there. And to tell you the truth, if somebody had given me that invitation a number of years back, I might have been quite thrilled and thought, "Oh, yeah, I'd like to go to Alton Towers." But I think maybe it's an age thing. <laughs> After a while, I thought, "No, I don't want to go there."、Um, but you know, are you into rides? Are you into roller coasters and And things like that. I yeah, am. Scary I, rides. I, I am. I, I did my 30th bar,、uh, birthday party、um, at a theme park here in Hong Kong. Oh, yeah. Well, there you、and、go. I invited all and- my friends there, and it was awesome. It was like it was、oh. like reliving our childhood once again. Yeah, I, but maybe when I go back to my 30th, we'll go. Have- <laughs> well, no, oh, we can go together when you come back to Hong Kong one day. Try, but okay. So,、um, scary films. I mean, another sort of thrill-seeking thing. Are you into to horror films, scary films? Yes, yes, love them. And and you sort of get like your heart goes funny and your palms get all clammy when you're watching. Not anymore.、No? Um, I. I- I've got a cold tin heart, so there's no feelings <laughs> left. No, I'm just joking. I, I I'm bricking it. I get really scared. I was going to say. I was going to say. I don't think you have, frankly.、No. Uh, so you are scared. You don't like scary films. No, I, I I like watching them, but I'm still scared. So the 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 more scared you feel about it, so you sort of watch it. You peer you peer through the the blankets, but you have to watch it. 
Yeah, I know. For some scenes, I mean, if there's kind of gory scenes and things like that, I do tend to cover my eyes. I just think, no. Although, you know, as you say, you kind of peek through it. You think, okay, let's see this. So these are your, we, I don't know, you or we or whoever it is, we're type T personalities, according to psychologists. Type Um, T? I've never heard. Type T. Yeah, this is like a a guy. um, yeah, I, but this is probably made up. This is some former president of the Psychological Association in America. Hmm. His name's Farley, and he says that people fall into the type T. Basically, the T basically means this thrill oh. thing, and men and women thrive on sort of uncertainty. Um, one of the things that I read about, right, was it's just absolutely crazy, um, and this may not. Um, and this is I'm saying with a little bit of a uh, kind of cover here that this may not be happening anymore but certainly in 2002 this seemed to be quite a popular thing that's happening new yorkers for instance um who were seeking a thrill although i would have thought that living in new york and every day walking around (laughs) might be good enough but they their kind of fear level was to the next level because they had this thing some guys set this up to order your own designer kidnapping what? Oh, I, I've heard of some weird abduction thing. Yeah, where ah, you said... Yeah, yeah, so that's it. So between like $1,500 and $4,000, you can pay for it. What they do is they interview you first and, and get a real insight about your fears and things like that. And then you could be, you will be abducted, you could be tied up, you could be gagged, you could, kept, you could be kept confined for hours in you know, to instill more fear in you. And it's all basically very customized on your personal ter- terror threshold. So, you know, Sonia, they said that, that sounds like a three, nightmare. I know. Like three a- dozen people supposedly paid to be grabbed at a bus stop, um, at a shopping mall, and thrown into the back seat of a car, blindfolded, stripped to the underwear, and slapped around a little bit. <laughs> Are you sure it's not a sense of like sex fetish or? Some... Well, you know, the thing is, it could it could be it could inclined be. towards something like that. It's massacre thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know, um, I mean, there's no so... judgment, but I just think it's such a horrifying scenario for it to happen in real life. So why would somebody want? Perhaps it's a idea. It's a safety of of exploring it. I, I, I don't know. Maybe it's one for the agenda cafe. Well, they... we'll... The, look at it. I don't know. I, 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 it's just beyond me to understand. But I was going to ask you, actually, forget about that. So I won't say whether you want to go into that. Yeah, I was gonna... But if you, if you give me the gonna, number. If, if you were going to think about the most scariest thing that you have, the the moment that you felt a great deal of fear, I mean, whether it's self-inflicted through videos or whatever. But uh, when would you say you really felt fear as such? Um. I think apart from giving birth, yeah. <laughs> ah, there's a person. Need to go there. Person, yeah. Um, I I don't know. Sometimes driving when you're going. I suppose I'm. You, you know, I'm, I'm a new driver, and um, I went and and with a P plate, you can only go at seventy. So I think I was on one of the bridges, and I think the oh, I think I was on one the highway, Tello Highway, and I think the speed limit is 110 or 100. So everybody was zooming past me, and I was sort of like a bit worried. I mean, I wouldn't say I was terrified, but I think there was that worry and think, well, what if they can't see that I'm going slower and they don't break in time and they slam into me? You know, and I've got two kids at the back. But I think, mm. yeah, so going, yeah. So. so so driving, but that's a recent incident, isn't it? Because you've been driving. Yeah. But can you, th- can you think of anything else, say, as you were growing up that really kind of did 
get you brought in a bit that horror. I mean, uh, I mean that's this is really kind of yeah, this know, is like psycho, having you I on a couch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, you know, I was thinking it's interesting, really, because when I was thinking about it, I thought, yeah, there's been quite a few films where you're kind of gripping and your knuckles are getting white and stuff as you're watching. But um, the one thing that I felt great fear um, is when a couple of about a year and two years ago, I went on a trip, and I think I remember talking to you about it when I went to northern Pakistan and I did this road trip with my uh, my siblings and um, we were driving through very rough and rocky terrain and we're talking like you know the Silk Road here and the Karakoram Highway and just to describe the Karakoram Highway is like sometimes you are actually driving with only kind of two wheels six inches. Oh. seriously six inches between you and a sheer drop like wow. your car and a sheer drop into the Indus River and and it was like I remember this one particular day where it was very we were very close to the edge, but you have to have an incredibly skillful driver to do this because and this guy was doing it day and night and he was taking tours around and things, but we were literally like you know that distance away from the sheer drop and there was the Indus River which was flowing like really fast and mad like muddy and and I was petrified and I had my window open in the car Aww. and I could just look out and I only saw water right next to me. There's and no was, road just, because you were so close to no the road. edge. There's no road. When you God. looked down you could not see anything and I was petrified but there was something about it where you just thought Okay, I'm going to deal with all the, I was honestly, I, I was just so and scared. How long was that ride, Sadi? I mean, it was like a. But the thing is, it wasn't actually, it wasn't just one ride. It was a continuous because it was amazing scenery, which was changing. But all the time we were actually next to water, majority yeah. of the time. And we were going through, you know, you know, high mountains with very sh small roads. And then you had massive big trucks coming your way. So I tell you, it was like a roller coaster ride but it never stopped it didn't yeah. stop ages but the interesting thing is is that although we had all of that when we got off to some places they were these rickety sort of bridges across the water made of wood and, and rope and things like that but why is it that when you go on these rickety bridges and we did I, I stepped onto it and walked onto it and your first instinct when you go is to go like this <laughs> it's to kind of is to kind of jump to see how strong it is and um and to have a bit of a laugh <laughs> with it because you kind of you kind of push it a wee bit and then you want it to rock a little bit and yet there is this flowing water underneath you and you think what makes you do that you know but even sometimes like you know we may like you know I suppose sitting in a fairground ride sometimes when you go up to this ferris wheel or, or some other ride you tend to kind of push it to the way that it's going to swing a bit more. Do you not? Have you ever done that? I don't know whether it's just me. Maybe I'm a bit demented. But <laughs> so, so what makes us kind of seek these thrills? Obviously, there's a whole adrenaline rush where you suddenly feel and your heart pounds and it makes you feel good. But oh, I just, I, I don't know. I mean, so, so would you fancy that pool in London? Would you like going swimming in there? Do you think? I think I'll give it a go. Yeah. I think I think I think if it's safe and and all I mean if there's sort of touch wood you know if if nothing happens then I'll I'll, I'll try it I don't think I'm that but heavy the, I don't think I'll break it <laughs> but 
I suppose it's just, yeah, obviously it's tried and tested and these things are. Um, but I really would, I wouldn't mind seeing, I'd like to kind of see this bridge. But have you ever done any bungee jumping and things like that? No, I've never done any j bungee jumping. That I think I'm a bit worried about. I'm just worried about sort of it snapping. I don't know why. Yeah, yeah. I've, I was looking Sky at some of the dangers. all those, yeah. Would you try it, Sadia? Would you, would you do... No, I don't think so. I'm a bit of a chicken. Yeah. I don't know. If, if, if your husband turned around and said, you know, Sadia, I want to do this book for my would. birthday, would you my come with me? Would. Yeah. <laughs> I probably... Uh, She's yeah, really I might. giving some thought. <laughs> <laughs> I might, but um, but it just scared me. I mean, there, when I was reading up about some of the rides and things, um, obviously the bungee jumping, and supposedly you can go on on top of the CN Tower. Uh, they have a thing where, and I think they have something similar like this in Scotland where you can do it on the top of a very high building where you basically have wires and then you're leaning back. So you're basically, there's nothing behind you. And you're just, and, and in the CN Tower, supposedly you can do that. You can be tied onto it and then you just lean back and it's just sort of you're, you're in down. the air. Yeah. Um, and then some of the rides that I was just reading about, there was one particular roller coaster ride, which is in America, where, you know, where you have the roller coaster and the ring is like this, you know, it's like that. And you're yeah. supposed to go around like this. They had a gap. Which is a bit weird. That's... They had a gap between it. So, the roller so how coaster did the roller coaster is... go from one end to the other? That's bizarre. I don't know. I just looked at it. And then the, there's obviously these roller coaster rides where, you know, um, all these other ride theme parks where, you know, you're going up to this absolutely high um, point and then you're just dropped from there. But I, uh, seriously, I don't think I have the stomach for it. I think when I was about quite younger i used to laugh madly when i used to go on some of these rides and things but now i feel a bit queasy about it and i think maybe age makes a difference and or maybe like protecting yourself and thinking i want to live a bit longer you know maybe when you're young you think you're invincible Let's just do this. yeah that's true so so for me yeah i might just try that i was actually thinking because i am based in london right now so i thought maybe i might just drive over there and see this pool <laughs> at some point so i might just take some pictures for you oh so that I'm, was good fun i'm just looking at some of i'm, I'm on cnn right now cnn.com looking at, at uh, seven of the world's uh, scariest rides this article yeah. is from uh 2017 so i'm not sure uh, if they're sort of new ones uh built perhaps not in the last two years because of the pandemic so i'd say it was relatively contemporary um one of them is oh Baku's gross ghost train and it's in Azerbaijan and it's oh that's yeah Azerbaijan oh yeah, yeah that's weird um so it's a ghost train so it's like a roller coaster but it's actually spooky as well so you're driving through the dark and all of a sudden a sticky curtain drops on you from above <laughs> and sticks itself to your nose and teeth that that's, sounds like me in my loft, actually, just trying to clear up. <laughs> that sounds so weird. So you're you're on a roller coaster and suddenly something drops from you from above? That's weird. Oh, 
Okay. I, I, there are some crazy ones. There were some which I looked at which were going back a number number of years, right? And, and this is probably in the like 60s or whatever. I don't know. But basically, there was a there was one where they they got a person and they catapulted him to another area and there was a net there and then they stopped it after somebody didn't fall in the net and that was it for them. But can you imagine being in a catapult and you're just basically chucked across and people did it. People willingly went on to these rides and there are still some of these rides, certainly in America, some of the rides that you read about are scary. Like, yeah. you know. I mean, th some of these rides are just, I mean, the other one is called the Tehran Neck Cracker. And you guessed it, it's 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 one that's based in the Iran Park in Iran. Um, and it basically it flings the passengers at such tight loop that they can almost see the back of their own heads. So it's <laughs> and 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 because they go so very in, in a very narrow loop, um, it really hurts their neck. And it did two or three hours after the ride, the neck pain follows. These are sort of passenger accounts, Terrible. according this to could a, have a long term CNN. effects, couldn't it? That's, That's right. weird. Okay, well, I'm, I'm afraid we're out of time today, Sadia. <laughs> but thank you so much for, for pointing You're us welcome. in this sort of weird and wonderful, uh, thrilling direction. And I look forward uh, to more chats with you uh, next week. Thank you so much uh, for, for your time Talk today. To you soon. Talk to you soon. See you then.